0: Welcome to the College Football Bros. I'm Michael Newman. I'm Ryan Newman. And I'm Trey Newman. All right. On today's episode, we are previewing the first playoff game on New Year's Eve, the Fiesta Bowl between TCU and Michigan. And our first question here, if you are a TCU fan, what would be your biggest worry headed into Saturday's game?
1: Yeah, I think uh, the biggest thing to me might be the biggest storyline in the game is that both both sides of the line of scrimmage. Um, you know, Can TCU hold their own against Michigan's front on, on both sides? The D-line for Michigan really didn't have that massive drop-off that some were expecting after they lost Ojabo and Hutchinson. Um, so I think if TCU is able to hold their own there, TCU really has a shot um, You know, with Duggan, Johnston, Kendre Miller. And then on the other side, we've seen how effective Michigan is at, at running the ball. Um, you know, behind one of the best offensive lines in the country. So if, if TCU happens to let Michigan run, run, run over and, and keep the ball out of Duggan's hands, then it might be a long day.
0: Yeah, I, I focused in my, my biggest worry as a TCU fan would be that side of the ball you just mentioned, would be yeah, Michigan's O-line going up against uh, TCU's defensive front because Michigan's running game has just seemed to get better and better all year. It's been incredible. Their offensive line just won the Joe Moore Award. For the second year in a row uh Wittimi, the the transfer at center yep. from virginia won the outland and remington trophies so they were stacked yet again this year and you know sonny dykes even said uh in a recent interview that that's that's kind of the key is is stopping the run and they're going to try and force jj mccarthy to beat him didn't work for uh ohio state but you know, nope, you, you got to stop the run. You got to at least try and slow yeah. down this running game or else, like Trey said, you're, you're in for a long day. So I think that would be my my biggest worry.
2: Yeah, see. So if I'm a TCU fan, those things are legit. Like I would definitely worry about those. But I'm kind of more on like the surface level thinking like I'm just worried about getting blown out. You know, I just want to make this game competitive. Mm. (laughs) It's I because the concerns you guys have are legit. Like maybe Michigan's O-line is just going to be way too dominant and we can't stop them. And it's just, I'm afraid of getting my butt whooped. Kind of like Michigan did last year in the playoff. Like it's it's tough when you first make it, man, to prove that you kind of belong. So Michigan did it last time to Ohio State in the Big Ten title game. They dominated them. So it's not that far-fetched to think that they could do the same, maybe even worse to TCU. So i'm a realistic tcu fan i'm worried about getting blown out and if it's a close game then i'm you know i would be satisfied
0: yeah it is interesting the the expectations going into it i think there's been a lot of talk about that where yeah michigan now this being the second year in a row they're here yeah the the narrative is hey we're not just happy to be here we we want to win the national title of course tcu wants to as well but maybe there is just a little bit different motivation different experience level that kind of
2: yeah it's the know. experience level you gotta earn it, but then it's just you look at point spreads obviously Michigan last year they played georgia they were sixteen ish point underdog right in that game last year, something like that it was a they was a healthy pretty big healthy this one's spread. not nearly that big so no it's not it's
0: not, but I'm still worried if i'm t c u okay all right how about uh for a michigan fan the the biggest worry for me it would be one player It'd be Quinton johnston the the receiver for t c u because even if you play near perfect defense he can still make a play and beat you he's a you know possible first round pick in this upcoming draft six four two fifteen he makes contested catches he can win one-on-one they throw fades to him in in the red zone so it's he can beat you a lot of different ways so if tcu wins i think it might be because he has one of those monster games like he did against uh i think kansas was his biggest game of the year michigan's not kansas but
1: uh (laughs) might have to put up similar stats Yeah, and and I would say, kind of going along with that, that as a Michigan fan, I'd be worried if Max Duggan and the offense is able to put up points, especially early and get ahead, you know, can Michigan pass the ball when they absolutely have to? Like, can they pass when they need to come from behind? They're not necessarily used to doing that as much just because they're able to, they've always been, you know, running the ball to set up the pass. This, in this case, it would be the opposite. So uh, that would be something I would be a little concerned about if I was Michigan. Yeah, for sure. I
2: agree with both you guys' points there. And for me, the if I'm Michigan, like I, I it's turnovers. It, it's just the turnover department because I I feel confident if I'm a Michigan fan that my team is better. Like we're, I think we're the better team going into this one. But a couple of unlucky breaks in that turnover department can can change a game. Um, you know, and and TCU is plus nine overall in that category this this season. So they're a, obviously a good plus minus team in turnovers. So that and that and then kind of goes in hand in hand with maybe a little bit of special teams. I know Michigan has a, it's not they don't have bad special teams at all, um, but TCU's got a really good punt return game. Darian Davis fourth in the na- in the nation at like yeah, punt yeah, return Darius yards. Davis. So d- what I say, Darian? Oh, my bad. That's close. Darian I could have let it slide. Yeah, D-D, <laughs> Dd Dd Double D. Uh, he's he's great. So that those two things. I mean, it's kind of a little off the radar. as a little bit of punt returner, but. One big play, a couple turnovers, and then you know all of a sudden it's it's a neck and neck game.
0: All right, so let's let's go right back to you, Ryan. I I have a feeling I know who you're picking to win here, but uh, how about against (laughs) against the spread? Michigan's favored seven and a half, like we mentioned. Yeah, you seen a possible blowout?
2: I am, I am. I think Michigan's just too good for them. You know, they are a team on a mission. I mean, all business. It seems like this year, just. They their performance against Ohio State. I mean, they had an impressive season up to that point, but that win was really a statement win in my eyes. Like this is this is a legitimate team. You don't just go to Columbus and win convincingly without a legitimate team. So TCU gives up about 150 yards on the ground. K State ran for 205 against them in the Big 12 title game. I think a Michigan Michigan's going to eclipse that number, and it's just going to be hard for TCU to be able to stay on the field enough, have enough opportunities to be able to kind of match Michigan. So I think Michigan's just too dominant of a team for, for TCU to, to kind of keep this close. So I say Michigan big.
0: Okay. I, I am also picking Michigan to win. Um, I think they'll be able to run the ball really effectively. Like you mentioned, because um, it wasn't just K state their last three games. They teams yeah. ran really effectively against them, Baylor and Iowa state. And yeah, there's just been, you know, several games throughout the year where the run defense didn't hold up so i think against michigan uh yeah that's that's going to be a struggle and you know I, but seven and a half is, is kind of a lot of points so i'm going to take tcu to cover just because of all that skill talent they have offensively i mentioned quinton johnson kendry miller one of the better running backs in the country tay barber another solid receiver you mentioned darius davis both in the return game maybe a backdoor a cover for you like as, that's what I'm hoping for. And TCU has, <laughs> has, you know, when they fall behind, they are yeah. not out of it. We've seen that plenty of times this year where they've looked kind of dead in the water and they've come back to win. Maybe they won't come back to win in this case, but they could, they could Duggan come and digs back to cover. Out of, Duggan digs them out of holes. Exactly. So I, I believe in, in Max Duggan's leadership and, and uh, Garrett Riley calling plays. So I'll, I'll say they, they can hang in there to get the cover. But I do, I do kind of, I see Michigan controlling the game.
1: Sure, I'm uh, I'm kind of in between you guys just because I, I'm predicting Michigan wins and covers, but just not as maybe dominant as Ryan thinks. Max Duggan, he, he's one of my favorite players in football, and he obviously could still be maybe the best player on the field. But I just think there's too many other advantages, particularly like the lines, like I mentioned earlier, uh, that favor Michigan. And it was funny because like as I looked through it throughout the year, I had a hard time buying Michigan's offense. But ironically, when their best player Blake Corum went out. Uh, you know, they were the running game was still very solid with Donovan Edwards and it actually forced JJ McCarthy to open it up a little bit more. He made some big big throws in Columbus against Ohio State, did the same against Purdue in the Big Ten title. Um so I, I think they're able to play keep away from from Duggan and TCU and, and they end up getting to the title game.
0: Yeah, this will be interesting. Really interesting to see JJ McCarthy's continued yep. growth in this game and that receiving core, you know, kind of finally living up to the hype before the season these last few weeks especially yeah in that ohio state game where ohio state just sold out against the run and mccarthy was able to hit big plays so we'll see if if he can do that again uh but that'll do it for this episode of the college football bros uh if you're watching this on youtube let us know in the comments below your predictions for this game and be sure to subscribe because we're going to have a video out shortly where we break down the peach bowl between ohio state and georgia so thank you for watching and listening see you next time
2: You've been listening to the College Football Bros. If you have any questions for the next podcast, email them to collegefootballbros at gmail.com. To keep up with the brothers on social media, like them on Facebook at College Football Bros, follow them on Instagram at College Football Bros, and for their commentary on Saturdays, follow them on Twitter at CFB Bros. Thanks for listening.